Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here. Today, I want to talk about what actually is scale-up versus startup and a little bit about the journey of how you go from startup to scale-up and the different challenges around it. It's actually the reason why I started this podcast and, and why I started my business, actually, because one of the things that sort of occurred to me is people who start businesses um, and have all the passion and the energy that comes from that are not always the best people to scale them up to a point where they become proper sort of lifestyle, lifestyle or performance businesses or, you know, to some extent empires if you, if you get into the, the echelons of, uh, of uh, some of the, uh, the multi-billionaires around the world. So... It's funny, I've had this debate a lot with people and, and you know, particularly, particularly entrepreneurs who are at that sort of very early stage and they go, what do you mean I, I can't um, scale up my business? You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I've got my business this far, I've taken the, the, the energy and the, and, the, and the courage to actually start. So, you know, what do you mean? And it's, it's a funny one. It's normally people I sort of either, I'm either mentoring them or conversely, I'm speaking at a, at a function or a conference and, and I sort of pose this question and let me, let me break it down for you because I think it's an important thing to understand the differences and also to sort of understand a little bit about the entrepreneurial journey. Um, and in doing so, I'll, I'll share with you kind of how I, I got started in my career and, and, and how, I, how I've sort of learnt both the challenges that go along with, with um, starting a business but also the challenges of scaling. So... I started my first business when I was 18 years of age and I was living in South Australia at the time and uh, it didn't come from, you know, a family with lots of money or any of those sort of things and I was paying my way through university and doing a, uh, doing a degree. Anyway, you've got only a few options um, <laughs> in terms of making money when you haven't got much and you're trying to study and some of those options were very much working in sort of bars and nightclubs and, and you know, sort of that, that lifestyle, which is okay, I suppose, for certain things, particularly when you're that age. But for me, I was really into sort of my sports and my, my various fitness pursuits. So I decided that I wanted to go and work in a gym. And on that journey, I met guy. Um, shout out to Duncan Blakey, who's uh, still still running a very successful personal training business in Adelaide, South Australia. And um, I, I hooked up with him firstly to get trained for the various sporting things I was doing. But over time, um, we started working together in what was probably one of the first personal training studios in Australia back sort of late 80s, early 90s time. And personal training certainly wasn't a thing in the way it is today back then. But off the back of that sort of experience and mentorship with Duncan, I started my own personal training studio with no real understanding about, you know, the, the challenges of starting a business at that point in time. It was more, 
more to do with, you know, I, I needed to make money that was going to support the lifestyle that I wanted um, around my university study, and I didn't want to work in a bar. <laughs> it was as it was as simple as that. And this this was something that I could do early in the morning, finish at a reasonable hour in the morning, go and study and and do what I need to do with assignments and whatever else, and then go back to work in the afternoon and and have the weekends off to sort of hang out and do what everyone else does at that sort of age. But the reason I bring that up is, um. When I was starting the business, it took a certain type of, I suppose, attitude, belief, things like that. But now that I've had many more, many more years kind of in business and working in both corporate and with entrepreneurs, I now see the difference between what I did as an 18-year-old and what I've done more recently in terms of scaling and exiting businesses, particularly ones that are backed by venture capital and private equity. So firstly, you know, what is what is startup? Well, startup is, you know, when usually, usually not always, comes when someone has a great idea, they see a problem that needs to be solved. They're passionate about that problem and they have absolute conviction and belief that they can add value and do something which is going to make a difference around that. It doesn't mean that they think, ultimately that they're going to solve everything. Often that is the case because a lot of entrepreneurs have a certain amount of bravado and belief in themselves. And I think that's a really powerful thing. But often often it could be a, a personal situation. You know, they want to change their lifestyle. They, they, they don't want to, you know, be in the sort of corporate rat race anymore. They're sick of getting on a train at 7 a.m. and not getting a seat. All that sort of stuff. Either way, they start a business. What tends to happen is when you start a business, it's fun, it's exciting, there's lots of optimism, um, and then you hit, um, it's often called no man's land or the wilderness or the struggle, the grind, and that's the bit when you realize that actually starting a business is probably the easy bit. You know, having getting out there and sort of going into a, you know, registering your business, getting an accountant, setting up a website, even to some extent landing your first couple of clients, that's the easy bit. It's when you hit this this other zone, which is a real struggle. It's it's the area where you have usually no money, no time, massive amounts of stress, and you're often burnt out. And that that's an interesting place because it's often, you know, you hear these crazy statistics, and I, I can't remember the, the latest figures on it, but you hear this stuff where, you know, nine out of 10 businesses fail. Well, you know, they fail because the entrepreneur who started the business hits this zone and doesn't know where to go from there. And yeah, don't get me wrong, you get some fantastic founders who can absolutely take the next step. But often a lot of people don't know how to do that. So this is the bit that I call the scale-up dimension because it's partly to do with struggle, but that's at the very beginning of it. As you start to put in some practices that get more predictability around your business, then you start to get to you know the end of that area, and that's where it becomes much more exciting, because as you start to see some results and create some momentum, that's when you can start to sort of picture yourself moving into a proper business. And a proper business, you know, there's different, there's different contexts again to what a proper business is, but it's one that's obviously generating profit. It's one that's starting to generate 
the lifestyle that um, you as the entrepreneur or the founder want to achieve, you're starting to create wider value. You're obviously solving problems because you're generating um, income, but you're starting to you know, make more of a contribution. And, and it's a point where at the very beginning when you started the business and you had the idea, you're now starting to see the, A, the fruit of the labor that you've put in, but you're starting to see the wider contribution that um, you can make to people in society from that. Um, now, at that point, you have choices. Often, some people just want to create a lifestyle business. That's often, you know, you've got the ability to convert revenue to cash, you know, to, to create like liquid and, and cash flow really, really quite easily. You have more flexibility. You have fun. You probably don't have that many staff. Again, there are, there are different figures around what each stage is, but, you know, you might have 10 to 15 staff. You can pretty much manage that yourself. You might have a lot of leverage to, you know, sort of assistance and operational things like that, but it's not difficult to manage. But, you know, sometimes that's all you want to get to. If you're at that point, you think, you know, I want to take the next step. That's where you're sort of thinking, actually, I want to scale up now to a performance business. Interestingly, my thought on that is you still go through another sort of pain point or struggle similar sort of thing, but not quite as long or as painful as the initial point when you're going from startup into that scale up. But performance businesses, you know, they they themselves start to create obviously more value, more complexity, more problems. But um, it's at that point in time that you're really, really starting to drive something more significant. And if it gets really big, and I find this sometimes the difference between lifestyle businesses and performance businesses, you can really set yourself up with leverage and processes that you can sort of take yourself out of the business. So if you have a really good operational person in there, an integrator, really good, clear delineation between, between where accountability lies for revenue generation, financial management, operational gearing, all those sort of things, then you, know, you, you can actually become the owner investor instead of the owner operator. And it's a, it's a great place to be. And then after that, you know, some people, those rare few, like to take the next step to being empire builders. And that's where, you know, you've got, you know, significantly scaled businesses. Sometimes you'll have multiple businesses off the back of those businesses, often generating sort of, you know, well into probably the hundred millions of revenue. So, so that's, that's kind of the journey. So just to summarize that again, you know, startup, energy, passion, great ideas, probably agility, flexibility, all those sort of things. Looks great, is fun, definitely something that if you want to do it, I always advise that you should just take the risk and do it. But be very well aware that you're probably going to hit that sort of struggle area, that no man's land. Um, you may not, but you probably will <laughs> from my experience. But that's cool. As I said, you know, there's there's different things that you need to do at that point in time to to be able to take the business through that. And if you, again, are very clear on your vision for why you started the business, your values, all those sort of things, you can actually navigate that area quite well. And there are so many resources out there. Certainly the stuff that I'm going to be doing on this podcast is designed to help people going through that stage. Um, and I'll certainly be bringing people onto the podcast who have been through that journey themselves, have lots of great advice and great tips. So, you know, this is definitely one of those resources, but there are others out there that are worth listening to. I mean, one of um, 
my mentors is Rob Moore, who has the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, and he's got some fantastic tips, advice, insights from both his experience of creating sort of multi-million pound businesses, but also his journey into studying success of entrepreneurship. So there's that. I um, have sort of done a lot of work with things like sort of Tony Robbins on vision values and and business mastery. Those sort of things are really, really cool. And then there's heaps of books out there. And I'll probably do a podcast just on that alone in terms of some of the, the books that have influenced my journey and the ones that I think are probably the most applicable, particularly for sort of scaling up businesses. So, so that's it for today. That's, that's the journey. It's a fun one. I started, as I said at the very beginning, quite early as an 18-year-old, but then I sort of did the whole corporate thing. It's probably only the last 10 years that I've really jumped back into that entrepreneur world. And it's funny, I, I now sort of have quite a strong view about there's, there's two types of entrepreneurs. There might be more, but there's two that jump straight out to me. There's the ones that are great at startup and they're the ones that are really, really good at scale up. And sometimes you get the rare breed that can do both. And just to finish off um, today's podcast, the, it's a funny story. I was talking to a very close friend about the other day that if you're a kid and you're into Lego, you know, the, the fantastic building blocks, when you're a kid, were you the one who just emptied everything out on the floor and just built what you wanted, you know, created amazing structures or, you know, colorful things just out of whatever was there? Or were you the kid who would get out the instructions and literally page by page follow it until you built it? Again, a masterpiece, but that masterpiece was exactly what, you know, was intended, if you like, certainly when uh, Lego uh, designed the particular um, uh, particular piece that you're doing. I'll tell you, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I was the follow the instructions guy. So often I would see something that was created by someone else and put it back together and get, and get it to a point where it was fully working, optimized, beautiful in the way it was intended to be. And uh, a lot of my friends would say, hey, I hated that bit. I just wanted to kind of build stuff. So just a short story, a bit of an analogy around, you know, perhaps where you sit on that kind of startup versus scale-up entrepreneur. You know, the same principles of belief, courage, risk-taking, passion, all of those things exist across that, that dimension, that paradigm. But, you know, how you approach things might be an insight as to kind of, you know, how you're going to um, feel about the various stages of this, this entrepreneur journey. So thank you very much. Again, if you want to contact me with questions, you can reach out to me at any time on social media. And of course, if you've got any suggestions about other things you'd like to hear on this podcast, please uh, hit me up in the comments or uh, reach out to me. And remember, in business and in life, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Bye for now. Thank you.